Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Please welcome Pastor Joe. Blessed be the name of the Lord Jesus. Today's message is titled, Liberty to the Captives. And the scripture is Isaiah 61, verse 1. But for interest of time, I'm going to camp on the third part of verse 1. So I read, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound. Oh, it's my prayer that as you hear the word today, those that are held in captivity will be set free in the name of the Lord Jesus. The word captives also means to be confined, to be caged, locked up, chained, shackled, and ensnared. But also there's another part of that word that I, I want to bring to your attention. It's also to be taken advantage of. So it's not always a physical prison, but it's a state where you do not have freedom and liberty to live. Hallelujah. And so I'm going to mention some signs, if you like, symptoms to suggest that somebody is in captivity. The first one is restlessness and lack of peace. Matthew eleven twenty eight, Jesus said, Come unto me, all you who are laboring and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So when there is restlessness in the heart, lack of peace, it's a suggestion that someone could be in captivity and yet not knowing it. Hallelujah. The second sign for an individual who has been taken captive, who has been taken advantage of, who has been ensnared, is when they are in captivity to sin. Here means an action or activity that does not glorify God. Romans chapter 6 Verse 16 says, Don't you realize that whom you become slave of, whoever you choose to obey, you are a slave indeed to that person. Sin, which leads to death, or to God, which leads to righteous living. So that's a sign. You find yourself doing the same thing that you know is wrong. You can't get out of it. It's a sign that you are in captivity. It's a sign that you are in bondage. In fact, 
Romans 7 from verse 17 to 28, I just read a portion of it, Paul talking about the fact that the things that which I will not to do are the things I find myself doing. The evil that I don't want to do is what I find myself doing. The good that I want to do, I find that I can't do it. Said, oh, wretched man that I am, but thank God for Jesus the Christ. Oh, he came to set the captives free. Hallelujah. Another sign or symptom that someone could be in captivity is when most of the time that person is angry, grumpy, and miserable. Just finding yourself miserable most of the time, there's no joy, no happiness, is a sign that suggests that you could be in one form of captivity or another. You remember Saul? In 1 Samuel 16, when he disobeyed God, when Samuel gave him an instruction from God, he disobeyed. And the Bible said that God, the Spirit of God left him and an evil spirit began to torment him. And the Bible said that he was so depressed and, and full of fear, uh, he was tormented day and night unless they called David to come and sing and play the harp. He was always tormented. It's a sign that someone could be in captivity. Another sign or symptom to suggest that someone is in captivity is when you find yourself swearing and cursing frequently and lying and you don't even know that you're doing that. It's a sign that you're in captivity. Because the Bible says that a good man out of the treasures of his heart brings forth good things. But an evil man produces evil things out of the depth of the heart, the mouth speaks. You find yourself speaking all kind of things and swearing and cursing. You are in captivity. Something has held you captive. You don't even know it. Another sign to suggest that someone could be operating in captivity is when they operate under deception. Proverbs 21 verse 16 says, He who strays from common sense will end up in the company of the dead. You know, in the company of the dead, it is dark. There's no vision you can't see. And he says, if you stray from common sense, if you stray from understanding, it's a, it's a sign that you are in captivity. And there are so many today, even some Christians are held in deception. They no longer see right from left. They're wandering in the company of the dead, in the assembly of the dead. It's a sign that there's bondage. It's a sign that they're in captivity. For when we reject the truth, there's nothing else left but lies, darkness, ignorance, and deception. The Berean study Bible in John 3 puts it this way. For this is the verdict that God's light has come into the world, but men love darkness rather than light, for their deeds were evil. Hallelujah. Another sign or symptom to suggest that someone is in captivity is addictions. When you find yourself addicted to something, you can't set yourself free, regardless of what you do, you come back to doing the same thing. First Corinthians 6 verse 12 says, that if not everything is good for me, I'm allowed to do all things, but not all things are good for me. And then he says it, that I must not become a slave to anything. Are you held in addictions? Is a sign of captivity. Now, who can be affected? Anyone can be affected. 
Proverbs 6 verse 2 says, you are snared by the words of your mouth. You are taken by the words of your mouth. What snare? You're captured. You're held captive. The word you speak, the word you declare can put you into captivity, into bondage. And that's why it's important that anyone, another group of people, we know that Proverbs 18, 21 says that words kill, words give life. They are the poison of fruit. You choose. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. And those who love it will eat the fruit thereof. So anyone can be captivated. What, what Your life today could be an evidence of your previous words of yesteryears, the words you've been speaking concerning your life. I'm no good. I'm nothing works. It could also be from words spoken against you, the utterance of tongues, the scourge of tongues from friends and families and enemies. We heard about Eliab saying to David and saying, why have you come? Again, an evidence that there was captivity in the life of this man. And then who else can be affected? Leaders. Isaiah 42 from verse 19. Isaiah declares, But who is blind, my servant, or deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is my, who is blind as the Lord's servant? See, you can be in captivity, even though you're a messenger, you're a leader, you're somebody that's standing on the pulpit. You can be blinded. Who else can be aff- uh, affected? When you expose yourself to involvement of a palm reading, unlawful evil as witchcraft, sorceries, Ouija boards, you put yourself on the bondage. Leviticus 20 verse 6 says, If a person turns to mediums and necromancies, God says, I'll set my face against that person. You put yourself in bondage when in captivity when you involve yourself in those things. Another person that can, uh, 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 who can be affected is someone walking in unforgiveness. Remember Matthew 18, the parable of the, of the king that sent a man. He owed him so much and then he forgave him. And this guy went out and held somebody who owed him just a little and said, pay what you owe. And he put him in prison. And that's why until so the, the king called him back and, and said, put him back in prison until he pays back everything. And he was put in prison. He was tormented by the torturers. When you're tormented by torturers, it's a sign that you're in captivity due to unforgiveness. And then a final reason of, of somebody who can be affected, somebody who's affected by generational curses. The, the sins, the iniquity of your fathers, your forefathers can affect you. You find yourself walking in captivity. But thank God that there is answer. Jesus is the answer. How do I get set free? You get set free by confessing your sins. You get set free by coming to Christ. In John 1, 1 John 1 verse 9, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You can start there. And then you can also get set free when you call upon the name of Jesus. As 4.12 says, for there's no other name given among men by which we might be saved. When you call upon the name of Jesus, you can be set free. Hallelujah. How do you get set free? When you learn to obey the word of God, John 8 verse 32 declares that you shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. The verse before then says, if you know here word and allow the word to abide in you and you continue in the word, you see, you know the truth, but are you following the truth? Are you continuing the word? Are you continuing the truth? Because when you do, then liberty comes. 
The forces of darkness cannot hold you. The chains cannot hold you. Why? Because the truth will set you free. Walk fast in this liberty which you are called. Hallelujah. Another way you can be set free when you, you are in, a, in the atmosphere of the presence of God. That's why we worship. Remember that when David played the harp and worshiped, that spirit left Saul. We worship and that spirit goes when we worship in the presence of God. Extravagant abundance of worship. Not when we worship in our flesh. The worship in spirit and in truth. The presence of God fills our place and those, those captivities will be broken. Chains will be broken. Break every chain, the songwriter says, in the name of Jesus when we worship. And so, friend, God can also use men and women that have the prophetic gift to help you be set free. For he said in Hosea 12, 13, by a prophet, the Lord brought Israel out of Egypt. Israel was under captivity. They were under bondage, but God used a prophet to deliver them. By a prophet, he preserved them. He guided them. You can be set free. And I want to pray with you today. I want to ask for the release of the prophetic anointing as you receive this message that you can be set free from addiction, from bondage, from generational curse. And I want to pray. I want to pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. Oh, Father, I thank you for that man and that woman that have listened and heard your message today. And I am praying, oh God, that every chain be broken, every bondage be broken, every captivity be broken in the spirit, in the soul, and in the body right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive it. In the name of the Lord Jesus, receive it, receive it, receive it. Be set free. And I want to ask that from now, you, you begin to fill yourself with God's word. Begin to find a place where you can grow and learn about God. So that that space that was filled with captivity problems can be taken away. And the, the new life, a new seed will begin to flourish. The seed of righteousness, the seed of peace. And this is my prayer for you. And God bless you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.